I absolutely think that this finale was one of the best pieces of television I've ever seen in my entire life. I agree. Bachelor in Paradise. Finally. Finally got it right. Finally, we have a creeper bachelor to halt production <laughs> and prevent a season. They did their due diligence, sir, and said that there was nothing wrong. Oh, there was nothing wrong. Oh, good. Apparently. Tell that to the people who got molested. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, who knows, dude? That's such a weird story. Like, Allegedly. All, with all the shenanigans that happens on that show for, for it to get shut down, it's like, it had to be something crazy going you know, on. It's the equivalent of getting thrown out of a heavy metal band in the 80s for doing too many drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was too sexually creepy on this reality dating show. <laughs> like, at what point does somebody have to pull you aside and be like, hey, dude, you, you have a problem? It's a show that encourages you to get drunk and make bad decisions. Yeah, there is just always, like, there's a guy, okay, you don't watch that show, but I watch Bachelor in Paradise. They know this guy that, that serves the drinks. He just, like, it's this cabana dude named, I don't remember his name. He has some kind of Hispanic name, and he's just, like, the margarita master guy. Okay, love and it. And it's just, like, just, I, I can see why he'd be everybody's friend. And then, and then yeah, and then sometimes you'll hear the conversations he's having with people, like, his heart-to-hearts, you know, like, I just, I just, I'm here for love. <laughs> I assume that the most recent season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette or whichever one's on right hey, now. you know what? Uh, hey, look, okay. Yes. I, I got a bone to pick now with you. Uh, you may as well make it with it's me. It's kind of the universe, but kind of you Probably through, me. you know, your wife. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. So last time, The Bachelor, I dominated. Dominated the Fantasy League. The Bachelor Fantasy League. And I missed played, like yes. three weeks or something and still dominated. I think it was one week, but yes. No, it was at least two. Okay. Um... So you didn't you didn't join this time? No, I was not. You were invited. Oh, no, I was not. You were sent, you were sent I was an not email. invited, dude. I'll tell you, she told me she I, sent you an email okay. and you never responded. Yes, right, 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 right. If I'm going to so, believe Brent so, Pope or my lovely uh, and wife. so if I didn't respond, there was no like, hey, are you going to be in it this time? It's just nope. like, shh, just be quiet. Hey, one of us could win this time. Well, one of them will win this time. I don't know what to tell you. I could probably join now and still win. I think that's How about that? I think you should. Nah. Prove my point. No, okay. Everyone now is scurred. Am I allowed to say that's not the show we're actually supposed to be talking scurred. about right now? <laughs> we're talking about Better Call Saul. Oh. Which is a, the finale just happened, which we will, uh, well, let's see. Our special guest just got here, Brent. Ooh. A returning guest, oh, Brent. Let's talk about Better Call Saul later. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about Better Call Saul uh, after we uh, talk to I our. I really thought you were talking about The Bachelor guest. and The Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, we were not talking about universe. Those. I thought it was all those. All right. Well, we'll be right back with our special guest to talk a recap of the NBA Finals Ooh. after three seconds of. In sync. And we are back here in the studio with a returning guest, Brent. Yeah. You know, normally when we have returning guests, and we've had them only a few times. Well, like, we usually have somebody at the beginning of the NFL season, and we do predictions, and then we yeah. come back at the end. But we did do predictions of the NBA Finals. We did. And so that's a lot shorter period of time. Very, much shorter in this case yeah, <laughs> than we did last time. So normally when we have a guest on, they come by, and then we see them like... Six months. Hold on, let me get the oh, dog yeah. out of uh, Carl's oh, geez, crotch. Yeah. No, it's okay. Oh, okay. If she's okay in your crotch, okay. then you know <laughs> she'll stay there all day. <laughs> uh, we usually have a guest who comes by, you know, then we'll see him maybe like nine months later, six mm-hmm. months later, a year plus later. Not in this case. Carl Tart is back with us literally two weeks later. I'm back and I'm upset. <laughs> uh, so let, let's frame it for the people at home. For the people at home, I'm a big time LeBron fan. I wish he won 
82 games a season <laughs> and 20 playoff games, however many they play. I wish he swept. Why were they after 16 the playoff? 16. after the finals? Why were they spelling LeBron with four L's? I was. Wow! Grant's got jokes. Grant's got jokes. Look, LeBron. I'm not a LeBron fan, but I do not deny he's the greatest player of our generation. Uh, he's Here, definitely he might be top three of the last decade. Top it's, five. It's hard to argue. People, some people might argue Kobe. I definitely think LeBron's a way better player than. I don't Kobe. hate LeBron. I don't love LeBron. Well, I respect LeBron. I think LeBron took the crown from Kobe in 2007. Even though Le- even though Kobe won a couple more, I think LeBron sure. was the best player at that time. Yeah, and I don't think Kobe would have taken worse teams to the finals. He's taking worse teams to the finals. Well, he's and done it in the East, though, where you can get a worse team to the final. I mean, I don't want to take too much away from LeBron because he's in the final every year at this point. Yeah, that's not easy. It's not easy. But if he was in the East West, is. he's not in so many finals. The that's East all. is not the Atlantic Coast Conference. Yeah, like, that's it's, fair. It's, <laughs> See, if he was in the West, he would have been on a better team because all the teams in the yeah. West have been if he's better. in the West, he would have won. That's I think true. if LeBron had been on this year's Clipper roster and nobody else had gotten hurt, I think they would have beat the Warriors. I love that Clippers team. Like they're oh, just man. fun to watch, man. Well, okay. So we talked last time about how the, the Durant thing, and that doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you guys. But it let's, doesn't really bother but me. But let's at all. say what if what if <laughs> what if this happened? The Clippers keep their their big three they have now, and they and they add a LeBron. Would we hate them then? No, because no. that big three is not the same big three that was in Golden State. Because the big three in, 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 in L.A. and the Clippers hasn't won a title. No. Big three, Golden State's already won a championship. Wow, so now that's it's true. just greed at this point. Yeah. And uh, there was an article that came out the, uh, yesterday that my friend sent me. I'm sure it's fake. It was on that website on Facebook called Fake Sports Center, which Perfect. is always really funny. Funny. Uh, but it's also sometimes it's like real rumors. You know, they real, they do real sports stuff. It's, it's only called Fake Sports Center because it's not Sports Center. Right. Uh, but they had Vince Carter and Zach Randolph in Warriors jerseys. And it's like, okay, if those dudes <laughs> go to the damn Warriors, I, it's laughable at that point. It's not even, I'm not even going to be mad. I'm like, okay. Actually, like, I don't know if you heard it's a breaking story. Um, Allen Iverson just came out of retirement and joined the uh, Golden State Warriors. You know what? <laughs> Allen Iverson wouldn't do that. I don't think Allen Iverson would join a team like that. I think Allen Iverson would be more down to join the Cavs. Hold on. It just came through. after I, Oh, Carl Malone and uh, the glove, Gary Payton, both also just came out of retirement to I join. There's that team that. when the Lakers tried to put together a super, super team, and then they all got hurt. Yeah, It was a 2004 team. Well, they also got beat by one of the best teams in NBA history. Let's just put it out there. The Detroit Pistons. The Detroit Pistons, Pistons of 2004. Oh. That team could beat anybody. I do not care. That's the one, the one with no all stars. Yeah, I mean the one with no Hall of Famers. I was gonna say they had every every person on that team was an all star. They won the all star game the following year by themselves. It was a very working class, great defensive team though. Yes, Rip yeah. Hamilton would be on that in the Hall of Fame. You think? Yeah, Chauncey's got to look at it. Chauncey's got to look. I don't think Sheed gets there. Actually, Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace don't Rasheed get there. Wallace. I think he's. I you think, think he's he, the best one of he, all of those. He was the best player on that team, but I don't know if he has the 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 full career. Ben Wallace don't get there. Rasheed Wallace, Wallace played there. for a long time. And Tayshawn Prince, my favorite player off that team. He's not a Hall of Famer. No. Not even close. Rasheed. He had some good years in uh, what Portland. Portland. Yeah. 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 I think he's the closest of all. Well, he was guys. also like the, the 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 poster boy for like the Jailblazers, and you know. I just don't know that the the, uh, uh, the media that puts people in the Hall of Fame is going to side with Rasheed Wallace. He'd already be there. He's been retired for a while now, Dennis right? Dennis Rodman a Hall of Famer? Uh, I have to imagine Dennis Rodman. Yeah, so, they, I think so. so Rasheed yeah. can get in. 
Okay, fair enough. I mean, here's the yeah, only. Never, I'll never think, argue with Dennis Robin being a Hall of Famer. I think Rasheed Wallace is a Hall of Famer. I think he's like, he was one of those first, I mean, he's like a center that can sh- shoot threes. He was one of the first guys I remember doing that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Very talented, and he's the reason that that team came together. He had the skunk, when they traded for him halfway the skunk through the season. hair also. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah the birthmark. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's Loved right. Loved it. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love all weird stuff like that. Too. I own one college jersey, and it's... Um, it's a North Carolina. It's a Tar Heels jersey from the Wallace Stackhouse era. Who is oh, it? Dang. Yeah, because oh, that's, that's the, I, that was my favorite college team of all time. I, those two guys were so dominant. <laughs> Somebody was telling me Lou Aldang's got a max contract right now. Is that even true? Because that yeah, that's they, that's obs- who would give Lou Aldang a max contract? The like, stupid ass Lakers. The Lakers. Uh, I heard they were going to yeah. trade him away or something. They or? probably will because they got to get rid of that. They traded away Mozgov. Mozgov is gone. That's right. And uh, D'Angelo Russell's been traded away, D'Angelo's so he's gone. got a whole new team to snitch on. And, I'm excited for him. Uh, Nick Nick Young uh, opted out today. There it is. I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal: when you're going for the full rebuild. You got to spend your money somewhere because you have have to. Yeah, but uh, you got to start fresh. You got the number two overall pick. Well, you know, and so you, and you don't have a pick next year. No, you don't. <laughs> so you got to try to get one. I think they're gonna give that pick away. I think. You think so? I think Paul George will be a Laker this year. Oh wow! They keep saying they're not gonna give away that pick. I would. Do you feel? Well, how would you feel George, honestly, as a Pacers fan, Paul George is like real annoying me a lot right now. Like, has he been good since he blew out his leg and came back? Yeah, yeah. no, okay. he's been great. He's is been he, better he, than he, he was before. He got back to where he was yeah. before because there's a concern with an injury like that. Remember when Kevin Ware had that mm-hmm. in the uh, NCAA tournament? Where is he now? And working done. At a, working he's, at a bank. He's, he's working at a Walmart. Yeah, but he. But you know, Paul George made this big deal of like I'm gonna I want to bring a winner to Indiana, and then like four months later. Yeah, I'm leaving next year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it could turn quick. In the I NBA. think these organizations right now. I think the NBA is in a weird place. It's in a great place player wise and an awful place organization wise. Well, uh, if you're not, I mean, look, here's the deal. Who's going to be in the finals next year? The Cavs and the Warriors. Yeah, who was yep. in the finals last year? Cavs and Warriors. Who's in the finals <laughs> this year? Cavs and Warriors. Well, it's three it's years like, now. Three years running. Who cares anymore? Like, yeah. I guess this is my problem. And this is what we talked about last time: is if the same two teams keep going back and forth, even if they're trading championships. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's good for the NBA because the Lakers and Celtics did it over the course of like the seventies and eighties. But like, that's not fun for me as a fan. Yeah. Like, I want some new blood. I want a new team up there. I there want was a couple breaks Falcons in there too. In the Super Bowl, there was you a couple breaks. There was a couple breaks in there for with the Pacers and I mean um, Pacers, the Celtics and Lakers. Yeah. So they went to the championship in nineteen eighty. It was was it Celtics Lakers that year nineteen eighty and Lakers won. Was that the seventy sixers year? Oh, was that the seventy? No, seventy sixers played the Celtics the next year there and beat them. And then, but you have like the Milwaukee Bucks got a run on there, mm-hmm. and like it was it, it was good for a little bit. And then yeah. Jordan came out and said, "F this, yeah, <laughs> I'm taking the nineties for myself." And he went every year, uh, and the West was always a toss up back then. Yeah. Utah did a lot. Yeah, Portland was Portland there a couple was years there. in a row. Lakers had one last stand. Before we completely forget about the finals, because we kind of glossed over it. Oh, yeah, let's get back to that. One of us did call Golden State winning in five games. That's right. And so that was me. That was you. So. <laughs> I what said, did I say? G- Golden State said, in six? Uh, I said Golden State in six. You said Cleveland in seven. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that was from a, a, a place in my heart. <laughs> so you say you, you, you did went for say, your heart, not your I said, you, you did say you were making your pick with your heart, so yeah. I will give you that. I said, right. rea- I said realistically G- Golden State yeah. in six. So, yeah. uh, Carl, here's the deal. Your heart was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the heart wants what it wants. I mean, yeah, uh, Brent. Congratulations! You know, I won. I, I was uh, close. Nothing, but <laughs> you win the respect yeah. of all the uh, people in this room for five seconds. Nice. Congrats. Let's <laughs> have a moment of silence Three, and respect. Four, 
five. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really respect <laughs> Brent anymore. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so, Carl, what happened in the series? I mean, I know you were watching intensely. Uh, you know, um, Cleveland did not play defense those first two games. They didn't do it. Uh, they kind of got run around the gym. They, they got ran off the court. Um, LeBron James, uh, I, can, I can argue about calls all day, but the, ref, the, the refereeing in the whole playoffs was trash. On both sides of the ball, I'm not going to be a homer. Uh, it was bad on both sides of the ball. Just bad, just terrible calls. Like you get, you, you, You're letting people get killed 1980s style and, and saying <laughs> let them play, and then Steph goes to the basket and somebody blows on him, and it's a tech. Like it's, it, it, that was Isn't bad. Isn't this an ongoing problem with the NBA, though? I've, I've, it's always been like that. Like we, when we had Jordan, Jordan got all the calls. Mm-hmm. Like He didn't need all the calls. They were going to win anyway. Yeah. I, I say the old thing my dad used to tell me back in the uh, uh, 80s and 90s. He goes, uh, Michael Jordan will never foul out of a game. If Michael Jordan ever had five fouls, he could literally stab a man with a pocket knife at midcourt, and the refs would ask him to please put the knife away three times before they do anything. Yeah, <laughs> like there we go. Let him play. That's what that's what happens when you're the superstar well, in the NBA. And then you know, in Game Four, you know, it kind of went the other way. You got it was they're up three zero, and all of a sudden Draymond has I think it was Game Four. Or Draymond had two fouls. He the got first off the bus minutes. and would have yeah. been fine. Had two fouls on him. Like, <laughs> but honestly, Draymond deserved those fouls. He did, but in, I'm just saying, I'm talking about the inconsistency of the refereeing. Yeah, yeah. He probably doesn't get both of them. I was, yeah. I, I was looking at that box score, and I believe by the half, every one of the Golden State starters had two or probably three fouls by halftime of that game. Yeah. Like, they were looking to make calls to try to make a series out of it. And now, I read a story, and I don't know if it was BS or not, and maybe you guys maybe have heard it, but like I saw a thing that said if the, if the, if the series went at least five games, all the referees would get a $10 million bonus. I don't know if that story was BS or not, but I read it. It seemed like it was coming from a legit source, but it could also be sourced poorly. Yeah, it's always that I heard that if Golden State swept the whole playoffs, they would lose $22 million, which is like no sweat off their balls. Like, those dudes are going to get extreme endorsements for right. sweeping yeah. the playoffs. Right. It's, gonna, it's the best playoff team the playoffs, ever. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. the best playoff team ever in the history of basketball. Like, I mean, modern-day basketball, I don't count. The Bill Russell Celtics, which I'm sure <laughs> swept all two teams they played in the playoffs. Well, there were only six teams in the NBA then, right? Yeah. <laughs> With the original six. You don't count the uh, Wilt Chamberlain and a bunch of white dudes era? <laughs> no, I don't count that. Uh, we call it, that the less competitive era. Nine championships. I mean, get the hell out of here. <laughs> that is, I think that's the one place where people can agree. When anybody's giving an argument between Kobe, Le- uh, Jordan, Wilt, and – I mean, not, not Wilt, but Kobe, Jordan, Kareem, and LeBron – Mm-hmm. They never put Bill Russell's name in there because everybody can agree. He didn't play against anybody. Bill Russell's always <laughs> got that like low end of the top ten on everybody's list, and they just feel obligated to put him on there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and but, there's uh, always some Boston uh, Boston press guy that's like, what about Bill Russell? What about Bill Russell? <laughs> yeah, what about him? <laughs> what about him? He didn't have any competition. And then when Wilt came along, they battled each other, and it was just it was one-on-one. Well, it was five yeah. on one. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Celtics, five Celtics against Wilton, a bunch of stiffs. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe Jerry West hitting the shot every That's right. Jerry, Jerry West. You uh, can't call Jerry West a stiff. I, do I apologize. Do you think Jerry West family. is going to make a difference in, with the Clippers? I do. I do. I do and as I, well. I think it's also going to so. be a thing. Magic turned him down. Yeah. Like he wanted to come to the Lakers. It was he an was ego like, thing, wanna, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I want to end my career 
as a as a Laker. Like I want to retire as a La- as a part of the Lakers organization. And Magic was like, nah. Where's Magic coming from that he can do that though? Like, yeah, great player, but I mean, as a front office guy, not good. As a, as a coach, come on. Yeah. I mean, like, what successes he had since he retired that he could tell Jerry West of all people, who made Memphis relevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who is he to tell Jerry West? Uh, no, we're good, fam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we good. And now, they're, and now they're going to share a building? Are you kidding me right yeah. now? What a coup for so, the Clippers. So what do you guys think specifically Like he's going to do like in the immediate future? Because it seems like Houston's coming after all these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I he's going to keep some people there, and I also think he's going to do some – he's going to uh, get some trades and stuff going that we can get like a good vet and three young dudes. Like we need, we need a Paul George. We need a, 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 a Mello. Yeah, yeah, I don't want Mello. I mean, Mello five years ago, maybe. Yeah, Mello I don't want Mello ever. Man, that, that dude age. How did that happen? How you how you get drafted one one piece behind LeBron and look at the difference, uh, sir? Uh, for the record, Darko Milosic by the Detroit Pistons got drafted one ticket. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. And he has Where's a ring, and Carmelo doesn't. And I'll just put that at, out there. He's, he's wor- also working at Denny's, he's working at Walmart with <laughs> Kevin Ware. That's right. <laughs> Him and Kevin Ware have the night shift together. Yeah. <laughs> But thankfully, uh, they have Darko because he can reach the high shelves. Yeah. So he's got that going for him. Was he the one that said he didn't want to play in the NBA? Uh, it was clear he didn't yeah. from the get-go. I mean, what was he? He came in when he was like 17. Yeah. Uh, got his ring in year one. Yeah, <laughs> Barely playing. Year. Yeah. That was 2004. I mean, that was the year that the Pistons did it. Uh, they used to refer to him in Detroit circles as the human victory cigar. Because if you ever saw him on the court, the game was over and we win. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we think? Let's, let's, let's talk about that. Like, who do oh, we yeah. think of the big three that, that, if you consider those three the big three in uh, Clipperland right now, who's going to stay, who's going to go, and who do we think they might bring in? Like, I think the big three stays. All three. I think, I think, I think Blake's yeah. gone. I think you think Blake's gone. I think, Blake's I think gone. DeAndre's gone. No, DeAndre can't go. No. They're talking about trading him. Oh. Well, well, they, they trade him, then all bets are off. But I'm telling yeah. you, I think DeAndre stays. I think uh, Chris, Paul uh, uh, Chris stays. Paul stays. Even and I he... think they bring somebody in. Yeah. I would like to keep those big three together. And is Reddick? Reddick's out. I think Reddick's gone. Oh, I hope Reddick's. I hope Reddick stays because he's like he's so fun to watch. Yeah, I like. I like. He yeah, was a guy yeah. coming out of college. I didn't think he'd just be like a boring dude who I would disappear. So either, yeah. And he's got a great career. You know, as a I hate him coming out of college. He's uh, who everybody hated him coming out of forgive college. My, forgive my racism, but he was a white duke. Yep. Never liked those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like like the dude that, dude. Yeah. He's actually has the career that people thought Jimmer Fredette was going to have when he came out. They're like, you, Jimmer Fredette's got half court range. Dude, <laughs> remember Adam, Adam Morrison was the same way. Oh, yeah. Adam Morrison. But everybody thought Adam Morrison could ball, and he comes in, he's the stiffest dude on the planet. Like, <laughs> I don't ever remember him being good in the NBA. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Maybe no, you guys saw right. Flash. You're right. He's but. never. He, he's, he's not in the NBA anymore, right? He's no. just an extra on my well, name Earl. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> he's not in the NBA anymore. He's on the he's on the Lakers bench. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Basically. Wow. Basically, uh, he's sick now. Actually, so you guys are going to hell. <laughs> What's uh, he sick with? I didn't even know a, that he has an illness. Oh, oh dear, yeah. I didn't well, even know that. He is out of the NBA though, right? He's yeah. been out for a couple years. And it, the illness is not what put him out, even though yeah. that's what he says. I would say it too if I was him. <laughs> I'd be using that as an excuse every day. Yeah, but he does have something. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, uh, but yeah. Well. I think the prayers. Clippers. I think the Clippers will be fine. I think they'll finally penetrate the second round this year. 
Yeah, I don't know. But here's it. To answer your original but question, who, who, what who is do Jerry you think West going to do? Who are they going to bring in then? Who's Jerry going? West is going to stop them from making a bad decision. Can I yeah. just start there? That's what big thing Jerry West is going to do. Yes. And he's and he has a plan. He's still got energy. I don't know if you heard the interview he did on the radio like a week ago here mm-hmm. in L.A. That dude is going. Yeah, that dude still what, has a 82? fire burning. He's pissed off. I think he's like eighty. He might be eighty-two. Yeah, but he's like he's around that age. Yeah, and he wants to stick it to the Lakers. He wants to bring the Clippers a championship as his last thing out the door. Yeah. of life. Uh, if I could be so crass about it, yeah. he wants to bring the Clippers a championship and rub it in the Lakers' face for their ego preventing him from coming back because it was clear that he wanted to come back so to the Lakers. So what's missing? I mean, or is it players? Is it is Doc not a good fit with this team? Doc is a great coach. I think he's Doc, a great coach. Is th- he a good fit with this team? Uh, well, I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Okay. I don't think he should be running basketball operations. Yeah, That's I agree with that. No, yeah, uh, but he's a great coach. I take Doc as a coach anytime. Uh, also. I think that Jerry West is going to bring in some folks. Listen, I'm fine with LeBron losing to a Clipper team in the, in the finals. How fun would that be? That would be great. <laughs> I mean, who? okay, so you are, if you're Jerry West, who is the number one guy you're trying to get? That's that's somebody that you could get. Right now? Yeah, like who who do they need? If they're losing, he I mean, they obviously need by a... by the name of Paul George Jr. Yeah. Who's going to hit the, who's going to be the spot-up shooter for them? Because they don't if really JJ have If J.J. Reddick can stay... Yeah, but I thought he was gone. Throw money at him. He'll throw money at him. Give him some money. You think J.J. Reddick doesn't love living in L.A.? Get Austin Rivers off that damn team. I know he wants to stay with his daddy, but get him. Well, his daddy wants him to stay with him, basically. And I like Austin Rivers. Are they a package deal, though? I don't think so. No. You don't think so? They're not even close. They weren't even close. No, he didn't grow up with him. Oh, okay. Cool, then. Yeah. He was out cheating. (laughs) Austin was growing up. Allegedly. (laughs) So, is that a team? Let's say we add Paul George to those four. Could they be Golden State? I don't know. Could they be Golden State? I say no. No, they can't be Golden so State. Either. But if they add Paul George to that four, mm-hmm. if Paul George is – that's what they've been missing all these years is a, is a three. If See, they add Paul George to that three position with the same exact big yeah. like big three plus JJ that they had, and then they actually get a bench. like They need a bench. They need a bench, too. I mean, I They I got a love, couple guys on the bench. I love – uh, the guy that I love. What's his name? <laughs> the shooter? The uh, instant offense guy? Yeah. Uh, what is his um, name? Crossover. Jay Crossover. Jay, Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford. There yes. We go. I love uh, Crawford, too. I love him. But he's 36. Is he really? Yeah. Now I feel old. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jamal Crawford, to me, is always 24 years old. And he, but he still plays like it. <laughs> yeah. He still plays really well. Like We praise LeBron for aging really well. Jamal Crawford still runs that shit. He just has a lot on his shoulders because they go for him every year. The Clippers get super injured, and Jamal Crawford has to be, come in and be Superman, and he does. And we saw everything. that in the game we went to. He came, uh, 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 didn't he come in and like light it up? Or am I Crawford? Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't well, understand how a guy like that can be a a. Is it sorry? Oh, is it? Uh, <laughs> I don't understand how a guy like that, and I'm hoping I'm using the right word, be a perennial sixth man. No, that's right. Like, yeah. like every year. There's a skill every, to that, though, isn't yeah. there? I guess so, man. But, like, that dude should be starting somewhere. <laughs> he should be starting for the Bucks. But wouldn't you rather be the sixth man on a great team than the, a starter on a garbage team? Yeah. Because that's, I guess the, he that's was. things for J.J. Redick. He's, he can go somewhere and get paid yeah. a whole bunch of money to be irrelevant for the next three years. Yeah. Well, or not he can every, do what he's doing. Not everybody can let's sit for the first 15 minutes of the game, like, clockwise, not game time-wise, and come out and just hit shots. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Fired up, too, yeah. You know? you know who else I like that could come to the Clippers, come back to the Clippers, 
Mr. Sean Living. Michael Oliver Candy? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Candy <laughs> Man. Candy Chris Kamen. Uh, he goes by he goes by the name of Sean Livingston. He right. broke his knee. He had a Kevin Ware. He almost yeah. he applied at Walmart. <laughs> but he healed up. They rejected his uh, application for yeah. being too healthy. Mm-hmm. My favorite clipper of all time, the Polish rifle, Eric Pikowski oh, from Nebraska. <laughs> what year oh, was my that? Goodness. Oh god, that was eighty. That was like it was uh, right before Lou got in the league. He was like two years older than Tron Lou. Eighty two, nineteen eighty two. Was that like that? About yeah. <laughs> no, eighty two. Shut up. Like ninety two. Yeah. Oh, my B. Well, Tyrod came in ninety eight. No, wait. I moved here in ninety eight. So yeah, it was around that time. Yeah, because he was he was, he was on the team when they were terrible. He was a three point shooter when they were terrible. Um, so how long does uh, LeBron stay loyal to Tyron Lue? Is that like a lifetime thing, or is if they, if he keeps getting close and not making it, is there a point when Tyron LeBron looks Lue at him the, and goes, "All right, dude"? Tyron Lue is the first coach to tell LeBron to shut up. Yeah, Lue, look, Tyron Lue's coaching wasn't what lost the series. No, so I just assume LeBron was the coach of that team. No, he's not like a player coach like Pete Rose in the eighties, like Bill it's Russell, not like Bill Russell. <laughs> you know what? There's LeBron's kind of mad that they got rid of that GM too, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because now they're going to get somebody who... Now they're bringing in your boy, probably. Oh, and he's been offered the job. I heard that today. Chauncey. Ooh. Yeah, Chauncey. Chauncey Bills is offered Chauncey's the job. Chauncey's going to be the GM of the Chauncey's Clippers? Chauncey's going to be a GM. No, no, no. Uh, of the... Uh, oh, of the, uh, the, the, Cavs, Cavaliers. the Cavaliers. I didn't hear that at all. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. even know he was a front office guy. I haven't paying any attention yeah, to what Yeah, I watched SportsCenter and they said he's been offered the job. So oh whether God. he takes it or not. Yeah. Well, why would you take the GM job of a team that just made the finals and will be back next year? Oh, yeah. wait. Oh, yeah. wait. That's Even if you had no idea what you were doing, you take that job. I think Chauncey still. I think Chauncey knows what's up. I think this will be a good thing for him. I think they're going to get somebody. A, chance to get a legitimate. But also, ranking. I don't know what's going on right now, man, because the reports mm. have been coming out that a legitimate the Cavs ranking. are under fire right now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, they told Jimmy Butler not to come. Mm-hmm. They were like, this is a mess here right now. Like, yeah. LeBron told him, like, don't come here. And if LeBron's turning down players of Jimmy Butler's caliber, something's something's up. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the draft tomorrow. I'm excited. I think as we speak right now, the listeners don't know what time this is, but as we speak right now, I think uh, Phil Jackson is talking or going to talk or talk today about something. He's a crotchety old man now, though. Yeah, he needs to is, get off Twitter, man. It, like, is he relevant <laughs> anymore? Like, I got to ask. No, no he hates no. his job. Yeah. Uh, you know who else the Los Angeles Clippers could get? Mm. Speaking of Phil Jackson, Mr. Kristaps Porzingis. I think there's Ooh, something something brewing like, with that. Now that I like. I think something's like a brewing that. with that. I think, and if we lose Blake, if Blake goes to New York, I'm fine with getting Kristaps in his place. Yeah, I like that. Blake, man, I love Blake. I, just I love Blake. I, just I, feel like he's go Blake. I feel like he might need a change of scenery. I don't know. Like, yeah, I could totally see Blake Griffin going to the East and trying to just like quote unquote take the easy road. I could absolutely see Blake getting himself out of the West so he could win some playoff series. I could see I mean, Blake that's like, see. going to Cleveland sometime and we're going with LeBron. I'm down. I could see that. I could see him going to the Celtics too and doing something like that. Like, look, the doesn't thing that about make Paul them George, like really good? Paul George coming to the Clippers. That's the only team he could go to where I wouldn't hate him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I like both teams. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be a little salty towards him. Uh, and the same thing with uh, if LeBron left and came to the Clippers, that would be the only team he would come to that I would love LeBron. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know why you hate you LeBron, imagine? man. I can't understand. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I just don't love him. You know what I mean? Like I, I, he's a big talent. He just doesn't, I don't know. He's a guy I, like, something I, guy I, I like watching lose because he doesn't do it well. He has those like emotional things, like like with, with the not shaking hands and walking off the court, and with the, the the celebration going on, and he you know just taking off, you know, like I like 
You are a Detroit Pistons fan, right? Yes. So I also hate the city of Cleveland. So that also helps. Yeah. To be but a LeBron you, I think hater. Detroit invented the walking off the court before the oh, game. Look, oh, look. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, we the, did. The bitchiest move ever. I will say right now, I respect that team for doing it. What? <laughs> no. That move is uh, trash. Nobody should respect that ever. The uh, thing, there was it, a, here's the deal. They did it because they knew their relevance was over. And they never were relevant again. And then they started chipping the pieces off. So I was born that year. Is that right? And I was in the womb. And I was like, I will never be a Pistons fan. You were just like, there's a disturbance in the force. Yeah, I got too much. <laughs> I got too much pride in myself to do that. I kind of love the bad boy Pistons, like when they were just oh, yeah. super physical. I kind of loved that as a kid. But then I also loved the Showtime Lakers. Those are two teams that I they were so different. How fun was it to watch them play against each other? Yeah. Right, like that's the deal. Did you guys watch Celtics Lakers yet? The thirty I have not for thirty. The thirty for thirty. Not seen it yet. It is amazing. And honestly, I never thought that I would say I like the Lakers. But if I was around. In 1985, sitting next to Diane Cannon, <laughs> I'm I'm rooting for the Lakers. Like I'm like I like that squad, and yeah. also P- Boston is. I hope you guys don't have a lot of fans in Boston. If you do, we won't for long. Down, I'm not, I'm not into it. I'm not into. Uh, there's not a lot into, of things to hate about Boston. I'll just yeah. say that. Yeah, that you documentary know, I, really exposed it, and every documentary that I've seen. So they can't just say that it's a biased thing because they they praise Larry Bird and. Larry's good. Like I, I have a new respect for Larry. I, I, me being in not from an era that he played or a player of his caliber could play in. Like I can't imagine how he would kill those guys so bad. Yeah. But he, he lit them up. Uh, yeah, I had never been to Boston, but based on the last Fallout game, it's just like oh, gee, it's really gone to crap really in the year twenty one seventy seven. Twenty one seventy seven. Can I just put that out it's there? It's very run down. It's just not Diamond City ain't what it used to be. Am I right? <laughs> hey, everybody. Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. I, and I, I, this could be one of the crazier first rounds of a draft tomorrow night. There could yeah. be some crazy trades. There's gonna be some crazy you trades. You could see like legitimately like multiple trades in the top three picks, right? Like, yeah. There's smoke out there. <laughs> the Celtics, I gotta say, they're ballsy, man, to trade out of that first pick and then just say, like, yeah, the guy we want's gonna be there anyway. <laughs> I was like, I love that. I mean, the Lakers, I don't know. I feel like the Lakers getting with Lonzo Ball is just, it's too perfect, and they absolutely should not do it. <laughs> I don't think so. They should not do it on any level, but I want them to. Because it, it just makes the Lakers easy to hate again, doesn't it? Yeah. They're so irrelevant right now, it's hard to even have an opinion. It's hard to like Lonzo. Uh, oh, I, I don't like him yeah. at all. Like that whole family, I'm just like, ugh. I'm fine with Lonzo. Yeah, I think I I I think he's overrated. But I'll see what sure. he does in the NBA. Um, I I kind of wish he would just tell his dad to shut up. I know he's not going to. Right. Can't you know? Well, yeah. Can't. How could he? His dad could beat Michael Jordan one on one. So that's I mean, true. Yeah, as we all know, <laughs> in his prime. <laughs> uh, do you? Uh, can I see that piece of paper right there? Yeah. Do you uh, know the song Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Can I see your pen? I want you to sing this phrase. I'm going to write it down. You guys vamp while I write this. Uh, We're going off the rails on a crazy train. Oh, I I saw Jack Osbourne (laughs) at Whole Foods yesterday. Did you? Yeah. So not since that time we saw him outside the GameStop. Did we? See? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> when he was standing right behind the line, and we were uh, midnight release the Call of Duty. You ever go to Alcove in uh, on Hillhurst? No. You ever go to that place, the little coffee shop. I had an audition. I've been there. Okay. Uh, I ran into Co there the other day. Seal? To. Oh, To. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. I love him. Oh yeah. Tell that story, Brent. We haven't really shared. I that just, on the I just, I was just walking out with my coffee, and I go, "Hey, there's To," and I was like, 
I love T.O. Man, I'm gonna say hi to him. T.O.'s great. Yeah, and he was cool. He had humongous. He shook. He had humongous. The biggest hands I've ever shook in my life. Like, oh, he shook your hand. He was. Was he nice? Yeah, he was nice. And I said, hey, I do a sports podcast. Uh, My friend will not believe me if you don't take a picture with me. But you don't have to take a picture, you know. Mm. Uh, And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So, allegedly. <laughs> you have the picture. Shut up. Uh, uh, I'll say right now, like, you're going to go shake T.O.'s hands. Oh, we hands. did talk about – we did have a conversation where I said, look, I said, you should be in the Hall of Fame, man. He goes, it's all good. You He's going to get in eventually. But you went to go shake his hand. You were like, can you take off the catcher's mitt? Thank you. <laughs> but it turned out he that wasn't wearing – That was just wearing. his hand. <laughs> okay, so we got a little uh, a thing here. Set to Crazy Train. Uh, we're watching the NBA draft for the crazy trades. Down, no, 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 no. Nice. There we go. Thank you, Carl. Dang, <laughs> I wrote that. Ask Cap, please. Uh, yeah. Send me uh, my royalties. Will McLaughlin. Will McLaughlin. Here's Will the deal. McLaughlin. Uh, McLaughlin. McLaughlin. I don't know. I, quote I unquote. McLaughlin. Yeah, Mr. Canis. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm stealing it. <laughs> you got to sing oh, it every every you show. Gotta, now. You got to sing it. What? I'm into it. Yeah, All I the like crazy trades. <laughs> yeah, I love I, it. So, Fultz is he going number one still? Yeah. Yeah, going, I don't know why he would. Is Lonzo like going to the Lakers? Is Lonzo like, going to the Lakers? We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he is, but I, I don't know, man. I I couldn't invite that Kardashian style train wreck into my life. You know, if I was, if it was my, t- if the Pistons were going number two, I would be sitting here being like, I swear to God. So I if don't the Lakers Lonzo don't take Lonzo ball. <laughs> ball, who do they take? Josh Jackson. I like Josh Jackson. And then the Celtics could take Lonzo. Would I they heard that the Celtics were high on that guy from Duke. Oh, what's his name? Tate. What's his name? Tate Donovan, I believe was his name. Yeah. Tate Donovan. I believe. Let me look. Tay Day. Chocolate rain. <laughs> He's getting drafted. Uh, kid out of Notre Dame, Golden Tate, I believe, is... Uh... Tatum. It's Tatum something, right? Oh, Tatum O'Neal. Tatum O'Neal. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Tatum is his Jason name. Jason Tatum. I want to say good luck to everybody getting drafted tomorrow. Um, I would have been there if I, you know... Didn't hurt my knee getting off of a city bus. So you would have been Back an NBA in. star like uh, like them I until got you drafted. took a bus to the knee. I would have got drafted right by, right behind uh, Draymond Green in the second round. I was I was there. There it is. Uh, but they knew I had knee injuries and they didn't want to call on me. That's okay though. Um, now I do comedy. Yeah. Now you're yeah, doing pretty well. Uh, what, what what projects for the folks at home can you uh, can you tell them about? I can't tell you. Nothing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Uh, make sure you watch uh, Brock Meyer Brock on IFC. Brock Meyer, which fans of our show probably watch uh, already. I assume everybody yeah. who watches our show watches Brock Meyer. So. Yeah, watch that because Hank Azari is awesome, and also it's about baseball. Helps uh, and not about baseball. Yeah, it's about life and how baseball and life intertwine. Baseball and, and life. Yeah, if you come to the UCB. If you're if you're in LA, come to UCB. Check us out. UCB, the hottest. The improv hottest, theater. Improv What's the name of your team again? White women. White women. Yeah, great come through. Check it out. Hey, I just watched that last white women video. Was it white? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we made a video. Uh, maybe it wasn't years. the last one. It was like a. It was like a Halloween one. Oh yeah, that was years ago. I just watched it the other day. I don't know why. I just saw it online. That's funny. That was a funny. Yeah, that's, that was a funny. That's I funny. Know this video. That's what's, what's what's I'm not saying that the video was funny. I'm saying it's funny that you watched it. We were all. Oh, it's a funny, but it's also a funny video. It helps. We were young, man. That was back in the day. That was when we first started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess now that we've made reference to the video, we're going to have to put it on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, we'll put it on there. Yeah. I, I'm not in it. I was in Amsterdam at the time. No, but you. I'm talking about the one where you show up on Skype on the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was in it. Yeah. But I was in Amsterdam. Yeah. That's why I had <laughs> well, to good reason you showed up oh, on so Skype. You, so you legitimately, that's why they put you on Skype mm-hmm. because... Uh, you know, like, that's, that's a bold choice. Oh, wait, it's because he was in Amsterdam. Yeah. 
it works. Sometimes you make the best of the situation, right? Ray, Brent, thanks for having me again. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for coming wanna, a second time. I want to come back for the NFL prediction. Oh, absolutely. You, you want to be the one to do the NFL prediction Let's show this do year? It. I would love to. I'm, we're totally into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a very special show for Ray's and Brent. Uh, there, we, have, we have a couple. We have the, the NBA, uh, we have the uh, uh, NFL prediction show, mm-hmm. and we have the NFL draft prediction show. Like, those are our two favorite, for me at least, those are the two we really put it out there. I feel like we should have Carl arm wrestle Benny Arthur from Drunk History. Oh, my gosh. Carl Can we set that up? He might just. He might just I'll break Benny's arm. Yeah. <laughs> For the yeah. listeners yeah. out there, I'm a big boy. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. Yeah, Carl, here's the deal. You're in. Thank you. Let's Done. do it. Done. Uh, oh, wait. Benny comes in and usually does this? Uh, he, he, no, no, no. He does done sometimes. It before. Oh. Who's, your, who's your NFL team? I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. Oh, there you go. Nice. Okay. You and my wife. Who that? Who that? Interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll fill time since you don't have anything to say about. You. I mean, your team's not doing anything this year. Uh, uh, I think my team. Playoff team. I, I think my team about? this year is a cusp playoff. I think we go. I think we go. Uh, what do we do this year? Ten and six this year. Yeah, ten and six. Ten and six. Because it's been seven and nine. What three years in a row? Mm-hmm. That's I like, hope that's Drew Brees stuff right has there. one more good run in him. Yeah. Because no, think, I don't. Does anyone hate Drew Brees? I don't nobody. Think it's not physically Brees, possible right? to hate uh, Drew Brees. I don't hate Drew Brees. I I got a sour taste in my mouth for him when he came out with some all lives matter style opinions. He did do yeah. he did do some of that, uh, and he also you know was very against Colin Kaepernick, who I'm a a big supporter of his movement. That's rough. We yes. are too. We're big Colin Kaepernick fans. And, uh, and I mean. Far as what he stands for, We've not, offered, not as a player so much. We have a standing offer to uh, Colin Kaepernick can be the quarterback of this team. Mm-hmm. Standing offer. I love to catch to. a pass from Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And I saw him at Tender Greens. Really? You did? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. tight. Having yeah. salads together. Hanging with a. Uh, hanging with this. Well. We'll, I'll talk. I'll tell you yeah. who's hanging with off air. All right. <laughs> uh, well, Carl, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you so much right for there. having me. And again. Uh, that's gonna. That's gonna do it for this segment. I got, so, a, I got a video to show you after this, too, that you can post, too. Absolutely. All right. So we'll nice. be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of. B.B. King. Brought me fame. I don't think I could just talk enough about Lucille. Sometime when I'm blue, it seems like Lucille will try to help me call my name. And we are back in Carl, man. What a guy. Carl Tart. Carl Tart, everybody. Is there a better name? Is there a I better wish name? My name was Carl Tart. I mean, there are. That's a good name. I don't think it's the best. Actually, name. be the best name if you were like if you were like LeBron. Like every time you lose in the finals, you're man. He's so tart, dude. Carl <laughs> Tart. Uh, I wish you wouldn't tart. That oh, please. No, but Carl Tart's a thinking. cool name. I think it's a cool name. It's a great name. I, I'm, don't I'm, get me I'm, wrong. I'm not a problem with my name either. I have a cool last name too. Kind of for an actor. Um, yours is like... Well, you have two one-syllable words. Yours, That's about perfect. <laughs> yours sounds like you uh, had to uh, do your three years in the military uh, before... You know, like you're like from Croatia or something. Yeah, well, like, my, mine is the kind that uh, uh, I'm just surprised it wasn't changed more on Ellis Island. It was probably three times as long when they came over. What's, uh, where, what's the country of origin? Uh, Lithuania. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm very close. Cl- isn't Croatia very Croatia close is another one of the Baltic states. Okay, Latvia, yeah, Lithuania. Cool. So anyway... Oh, maybe I'm wrong about that. Better call Saul. Hey, better call Saul, everybody. That finale was amazing. It was great. There was so much. We're not going to be able to get to it all. No. I mean, you've got... uh, uh, How about... uh, This is what's amazing Well, let's talk about it a little bit this week, because next week on the show, when we talk about it more, we're going to have Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk will be here I'm sorry, my friend Bob Jobenkirk. He's a different guy. He, uh, <laughs> you really told me it was Bob Odenkirk. He likes going camping. You, th- you really, you said Saul was going to be here to talk. about <laughs> Yeah, I just about. mispronounced his name. That's all. But he, we're still going to talk about Saul, right? We get Bob Odenkirk on the show. Great. 
Are we going to talk Saul at least? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We better. Are we going to talk about it with Bob's? We better talk Saul. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that just happened. Um, there were so many great moments for this because this was as far as season finales for this show go. Poop went down in the highest degree, and what's yeah. amazing about it, Mike hasn't been seen for like two episodes. Yeah, he oh, had yeah. his handshake deal with Lydia oh, and and Gus Fring, and he's been gone off the show, and yet I have a feeling, so much has happened. I have a feeling that his character is not going to reappear because you know we didn't see him on Breaking Bad. At we all. saw him a lot on Breaking Bad, actually. He was uh, in fact saw all a guy over who it. looked like him, but a little bit younger. Oh, you know what? It holds up. <laughs> Gracious. <laughs> I mean, where do you want to start? Like, I want the one moment that really, like, there's so many moments, but the one that stuck to me is Gus Fring saving. Uh, uh, Ironically, yeah, this is what's crazy to me is Gus wants to kill Hector, mm-hmm. uh, Don Hector, so much that he wants to kill him in his own way. Did he? And he s- wants to punish him. Did he save him? Well, was yes, that- he gave him CPR. And I know, that I know, but him. did he save him or did he make his life a lot worse? Well, I think he did. I mean, like, he didn't want him to die. Like, there. if that it's was me. And I know I'm going to end up that dude, you know, with the bell or whatever. Yeah. In the wheelchair. Go ahead and kill him. Hey, Ray. <laughs> get away. No mouth to mouth. DNR, baby. <laughs> Thank you. DNR. <laughs> that, that, that's the thing, though. Gus, and, and, and just, it's so poetic because Gus is hubris, mm-hmm. is what's going to end up killing him on Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because he doesn't kill Don. This is the second time he saved Don Hector's life. First but one, Mike it- was going to shoot him, and now, now. Is it because, well, the first time I, I got, you, like you said, he wanted to kill him in his own way, or he still needed him. Yes. Now the second time, I felt like it was just like almost like a humanity thing. I'm not going to kill. You know, I'm, I I can't watch I don't a man like die. Guy, yeah, maybe. What kills me is like uh, uh, he was still there when the police and everybody showed up. How does he explain that away? Yes, I was meeting with this notorious drug boss in the back alley of a freaking. It's a good question. <laughs> parking lot, yeah. you know. Uh, I thought that was a little strange. I assumed he was going to go, and then the next shot is him like giving mouth to mouth to Don Hector, and mm-hmm. it's just like couldn't oh, help it. maybe he couldn't help it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just it was really poetic to me that he like literally on his hands and knees bringing Don Hector back to life mm-hmm. only to give him a life that will cause him to be murdered mm-hmm. <laughs> later on down the road. Yeah. It's just great, great yeah. writing. Um, and the other thing that I, I really wanted to talk about because we only have a few minutes here left before the end of the show, right? Uh, 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 and, and and I want to get your take on. And we this. can talk about this next week too. We, we will. Can, I'm if sure. we think of more things, we can definitely talk. But about the it. one that I really want to talk about is what happened with Chuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, spoiler alert, but we're already past that point by now. But uh, uh, the way Chuck went full on crazy after basically kicking everybody out of his life, mm-hmm. and then he rips his house all to pieces and then kills himself in a house fire. Mm-hmm. Like, first off, what's your take on it? And then I'll tell you mine. I think it was real kind of passive aggressive, the way he's like, kind of like kicking at the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So that, like, maybe in his mind he could justify, oh, it was kind of an accident. Well, like, instead of just being like walking up and just setting the place on fire. I mean, he didn't like pretend like he wasn't knocking down the walls, right? He yes. knocked down the walls. How terrifying was that scene, though? Because he seems he's doing fine. And as soon as he tells Jimmy the flat out coldest thing I've ever heard one human yeah. tell another on a television show, clearly not true, though. Because yeah. of the after effects. Yes. Uh, and then he immediately goes to Bonkers Town. Mm-hmm. When you feel like he's finally getting a handle on it, and he's gonna, he might actually be okay. Mm-hmm. And then he just has a complete and mental illness, man. Like he can't, you know, he lost the battle. Here's the question: What? And maybe we're not meant to know. Yeah. What was the thing that kept the meter running? Oh, <laughs> I mean, 
I think the meter just runs, right? Like, well, I mean, it has like to it's have, still powering the house. Like, there's still power going to, to the house. It has to be powering outlet. something for it to be running. Yeah, that's true. But maybe it is just, but it's, maybe it's running, but it shouldn't be moving forward on the numbers. Maybe it was the sprinkler system. I was thinking about maybe something outside the house. That's that shouldn't be powering. That should. I, I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But you think Chuck would be smart enough to, if it was something like that? He would be smart enough to figure it out. Yeah, but he kind of had the sweats going on. Like he was not thinking <laughs> clearly. Um, but see, <laughs> it was just the, it was horrible because he's doing it with such workmanlike. Like yeah. go get it. It was like he was like Jimmy Carter building a Habitat for Humanity, but he was destroying his own house with it a workmanlike like, zeal. It almost one of those things at first where you're like. Uh, let, let's say, I don't know, this happens to me sometimes. You got this big, like, kind of thing. You, you slide into second base. You got this big scab, right? Okay. And then a couple weeks, you're waiting a couple weeks. You're like, okay, it's fine. I'm just going to wait for it. And then you're like, then you pick at it a little bit. And then pretty soon you just, you just, you just take the whole thing off. It's like, ah, it's bleeding underneath. Oh, well. But, you can, like, once you get started, it's like once you pop, you get this, like, the Pringles thing, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> It's just, just like mental illness is just like pull, Pringles. You end up pull, no, I'm saying, it, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm, just I'm not hundred percent equating this to his mental illness. It is related, but I'm saying it's also one of those things where you you kind of start and then you just like okay, now I just got to do everything. Yeah, you 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 get halfway in and then yeah. you go. I may as well go full right, full nuts. Right. Now the way I wanted it to end, and this is why at first when I saw it, I was actually unhappy with what I mean. I was unhappy because I you know Chuck, poor guy, I guess kind of a D. But like I thought the way it should have ended, and this is just me. If I'm writing the show, mm-hmm. and this is why they're better than me, <laughs> uh, is. Um, he pushes away Howard. He pushes away uh, uh, Saul or Jimmy, and he basically shoves everybody out of his life. He starts having a crazy fit, and when he got on that ladder to just like the lights and the mm-hmm. ceiling, I really thought he was going to get some kind of an electric shock, fall off the ladder, and die, and and basically be there uh, 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 in needing help. But then he sees his phone. He goes to reach out for his phone, but there's nobody he can call, and so he ends up dying miserable and alone. Because he has pushed everybody away, and electricity ends up being the thing that kills him at the end of the day. I thought there was something was really good cool. about that. I kind of thought, the thought that I had when they were doing it was, oh, I get what's happening. Because kind of at the same time, Jimmy was helping Kim clean up all those papers off of the freeway. Right. I thought he was going to get the electric shock, and that maybe he was going to uh, somehow get an electric shock out in the desert, and they would switch places, kind of like Freaky Friday, right? <laughs> oh, that would have been Or amazing. vice versa, or like any other number of movies like that, right? And that's what turns him into Saul. He's 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 actually Chuck he, inside he's actually Jimmy's Chuck body, proving it. <laughs> Look how bad I am! <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I uh, seemed like that's where it was going. I like your version better. Thank you. <laughs> um, but the way that they ended up doing it, though, it's just the fact that he goes like he goes just nuts, and he just he does. He yeah. he finally like Is that has a clinical term, right? Yeah, he has I'm a mental a, I, lapse. He has a I'm, mental break. He uh, uh, he flips out. Yeah, and uh, he eventually has a moment of s- uh, sobriety, I suppose you'd say. Where he looks around and sees everything that he's done, yeah. realizes the scope of everything, all of his actions, and then he just goes, I guess I'm done. Kick. This could have been just like the last version of uh, Once in a Lifetime. Uh, you know, the. Uh, Once in a Lifetime. You know, the, is that what it's called? The, the, the Talking Heads song? You know? Oh, oh, okay. And you may find yourself ripping out the walls of your. <laughs> and you may ask yourself, <laughs> well, how did I get here? Sometimes I tell myself. I'm wrapped in bubble wrap paper. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, We're knocking the walls all out. Where's my space blanket? Where's my space blanket? 
Uh, I think we found the uh, the yes. The, the, thank the, you. There it is. All right, let's get let's get working on that uh, remix. I think we're in. Yeah. Um, and any last things because we're actually running out of time right now. Any last yeah. things about the show that you remember that you wanted to like? Because there is like ten things we could talk about here. Well, how? Well, okay. How about how Jimmy uh, sacrifices himself? Yes. I mean, for the with all the uh, old women yeah. to, to bring was it Myrtle Helen? I forget what her name was. What was her name? Myrtle? Uh, I don't remember. Like anyway. the, the lady that was in charge of the settlement, yeah. the voting, that he alienated from everyone through his actions. Right. He intentionally goes up, does bingo, and then pretends like he's talking bad about them with the mic still on outside. On purpose. On purpose. Yeah. I mean, the, but he sabotages his career and his life in th- like three steps mm-hmm. just to get Helen's friends back yep. with her. Yep. Like, he is the most, in that moment, he is the most selfless person in the room. Because he really doesn't. Here's the deal. Saul don't do that. <laughs> well, Jimmy does that. Saul, Saul don't do that. Saul does do some things like, but Saul, you know, we I didn't see him do stuff like that. But I think I think uh, Saul's far gone by the time he maybe. becomes that character. But I think that's that's that says something about Jimmy is that if he's about to become Saul, which we think he is, yeah, oh, and yeah. yet he still just did this. That must still be a part of Saul. It's just that it's buried deep down somewhere. Yeah. You know? I, I think that this next season, I mean, we're, we, haven't, we don't know for sure we're coming back. I can't believe they would end it here. I would think Vince oh, Gilligan, uh, it hasn't been renewed yet. It's coming back. Uh, you would think so. I just, you would think that after Breaking Bad and this, that uh, AMC, even if the ratings are They talked are a about it coming lower, back on Talking Saul. So. Uh, good, yeah. because they still haven't signed anything yet. Well, as far as you know, they haven't signed anything. Well, they would make that public, I would think. They wouldn't have to. Yes, but I would think that Why somebody would, would have tell said something. our enemies oh where we're going to be, when we're going to be there. Okay, does it make sense? Okay, I like and to t- I like to tell them that the uh, aircraft carriers near North Korea. It is actually in New Zealand. Chris Hardwick, better hope. There's no tapes of us talking. Okay, <laughs> for everybody's sake. Ooh, I wonder if Donald Trump was ever on uh, the Nerdist podcast. Probably not, right? Probably not. But maybe. Well, how long has the Nerdist podcast been, been around going on? for years? Could it be like five years ago? Maybe I doubt it, though. Seems unlikely. It seems unlikely he would have him on. Yep. Let me just start there. Right. Um, cool. Well, there's Better Call Saul, guys. Um, we will we will maybe revisit even more because season three is maybe the best. Yeah, if you season. guys have ideas, you know, post stuff on the on you know. Yeah, reach out to us on the uh, Facebook page. Email us. Text us if you have our numbers. It is. You know and who come you in, are. And come in next episode, we can talk all about the last place Detroit Tigers. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, we lost over it, but I got to mention Ray. it. It's very upsetting. Oh, you mentioned it. I can't believe you mentioned it. Look, I feel like you're growing. I'm growing. <laughs> growing like the deficit of the Detroit Tigers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, and, okay, guys. We got people to thank this week, of course. Got to thank Jeremy Buck in the Bang. Got to thank the train wreck. Got to thank Jordan Monsell, the artist. Go to sell me some art. Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook or jordanmonsell.com. Got to thank David Knoll, the intrepid producer. Dino, thank you. And uh, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Hmm. Miggy. I want to thank Miggy from the Detroit Tigers for why giving the Miggy. Royals the magic bat. The magic bat. Why would you get rid of the magic bat? Well, I think all... Here's the deal. All bats in Miggy's hand are magic. Okay, that's probably true. And they're just using the little bit of magic that's left in them. He sprinkled that's a little Miggy magic mm-hmm. on that Miggy bat. Magic. He said, you. Royals, you get one. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. See ya. You're gonna have to drag me out.